There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Shine, 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 shine. Hi, everyone. I hope you're all shining bright. We're going to shine it up. Welcome to the Shine It Up podcast with me, Jackie Gillies. Come join me on this journey as we unpack the Real Housewives of Melbourne, deep dive into all things that I do, spirituality, manifestation, self-empowerment, and being a psychic medium. And I'll chat to some friends along the way. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Shine It Up podcast. I hope you all enjoyed last week's episode with the hilarious Hannah Ferrier. Life update. Okay, so I've just watched episode seven of The Real Housewives of Melbourne. For me right now, I've come in to do a recap of The Real Housewives of Melbourne, but in between trying to watch Real Housewives of Melbourne, trying to do the recap, my two twin boys as I can clearly reveal now, have been fed, but then I put them down and they cry. One cries, then the other one cries, and I pick one up and I try to settle one and then the other one cries and it's like a bloody maze, man. (laughs) When you think something's going to run smoothly, it does not. You know, when I was doing this podcast or getting ready to do the podcast, I was very much like, oh, this is going to be an easy breezy thing for me to be able to stay on top of. Oh my God. I'm like going, oh my God, I got to do the podcast, but I'm trying to burp this child. I'm trying to feed this child. This one's taking so long to feed. This one it feeds so much more quicker. Oh my God. It's just, it's all happening guys. Anyway, my life update. How am I feeling? Today I actually had a tear up. I had a tear up. It came out of nowhere and I allowed myself to go through that tear up. It was the hormones it's the breast pumping. It's the, am I doing a good enough job? You sometimes have those thoughts. I mean, I do anyway. And then I go, oh my God, is this my life? Is this what I'm doing? I love my children so much, but it's just an overwhelming feeling. And, and I know it is the hormones. I've talked to my doctor about it. I've talked to my lactation consultant about it. And it's really is the truth. It's, it's just that I'm still very hormonal, but you know, it's okay to have a tear up. I feel like it's good. You got to let it all out. And when I was crying, Ben walked into the room and he goes, baby, you're right. He goes, baby, don't cry. He gave me the biggest hug and he just made me feel better. And I was like, all right, I'm going to shine it up. I'm going to dust it off. I'm going to get up and go get myself a little coffee. So that's what I did. How the babies. Oh my God. I have to say every day, like it's, I feel like every day when I wake up, I get so excited to wake up in the morning and see them. Between the feeds, that is after I, you know, after I've had a good sleep, I'm like going, oh, I miss them already. It's really funny because one of the bubs is a bit more chubbier than the other, and I find it really quite cute. And what I mean by that is, it's like I'm like, here's a little chubby, chubby one, and the other one's not as chubby. And then seeing them two together, if one cries and the other one starts crying, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> I always feel like I'm chasing my bloody tail. Oh my God, this mum life, I didn't know what to expect, but bloody hell. I just feel like every day runs into every day. I feel like today's running into tomorrow and tomorrow's running into the next day and I'm just taking it one day at a time. So yeah, I, you know, it's still so surreal that I actually say these are my boys, that I'm a mother. I'll say to Ben, oh, I've got to go check on the kids. And then I'll say, oh, I've got to go check check on my boys. And I'm like going, oh, my God. You know what the cutest thing is? I think I've said this before. When when Ben wakes up to the, the little babes, he'll go, huh, good morning, my gorgeous little boys. And I'm like going, oh, my God, that's so damn cute, babe. But like I said, I'm still taking it one day at a time. I have the good days. I have the not so good days emotionally. And I find that that's normal. And I don't, I'm not hard on myself about that. And what I mean by the not so good days, it's just the days where I feel hormonal, you know, I'm also, you know, still sleep deprived. And I think that sleep deprivation really is one thing that 
causes any person to have anxiety, to be fair. But I am lucky that I have the help of my mother and father. And so you just got to ask for the help where you can. And even speaking now, like I forget what I'm going to say, like really this baby brain, and I say it every week, really is a is a major thing, man. Like, oh my God. Oh my, I'll tell you what happened. I was changing one of the babes nappy and he was shitting himself and I was like, ah, he's finished and I'm cleaning him up. And all of a sudden I lift his little legs up and everything's clean to put the other nappy on. And then I put his little butt down and then I get the cream to put in his little butthole and he shit on my fingers. I was like, ah! And Ben started laughing at me. I said, you got to take him. And I'm like scrubbing my hands going, I know it's my little boy and I know it's normal, but it still freaks me out that I got shit on my fingers. I was like, oh my God. (laughs) Ben's laughing and laughing and laughing. And then I start laughing. And then it's almost like when I look over at my little boy, I'm like going, "Mm, okay. That was actually a funny situation. What else has been going on in the hood? My mum's been the best help. Do you know, I find that like every time I sit down to eat dinner, the babes cry. Who else experiences that? I'm thinking, all right, I've got a good pocket of half an hour here. I'm going to be fine. And then one of them cries and then I've eaten three mouthfuls. I'm like going, is this the reality? And I've quickly found out that this is my reality right now. I haven't been able to really sit down and enjoy a meal from start to finish. (laughs) Oh, Ben and I did go on a little date lunch. I went out for the first time after five weeks. I went out for lunch with Ben and Ben nearly fell asleep at the bloody table. I'm like, Ben, you got to wake up. It's our first time out. To be fair, when I went out, I was a little bit anxious. I was like thinking I haven't been anywhere and I'm stepping out without the, the boys. This is only for like two and a half hours. My mum goes to me and my dad, you go out. It's good for your mental health. Go out for lunch with Ben. And I started feeling guilty that I was actually out for lunch and that mum and dad were at home looking after them for a minute. But I can't feel guilty because this is good for my relationship. It's good for my relationship with myself and my mental health. So it felt good to be out. But when I was out, all I was thinking about is, are the boys all right? I hope they're okay. But I'll get better. It's only been five weeks. (laughs) So it's still only early days. What have you been watching? I haven't really been watching much of anything, but I did watch the first episode. And the reason I haven't been watching much of anything is because I just feel like I get up, I feed, I burp, I change, I settle, I put the babies back down, I go to sleep, and then I'm up again repeating it over and over again. And then when the morning comes after I've been up all night, you know, in pockets of three hours or however it is, that when they go back down to sleep, say at 8.30, I go back to sleep and then I won't get back up till it's 10.30, 11. And then it's on repeat again. It's like a bloody, it's like I'm on repeat. That's why I have no time to watch any movies at the moment. But I did watch one episode of the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, and I have to say Ramona cracks me up. And the way she was speaking to Teresa Judice at the um, Conk Club was hilarious. She's like, do you know what? It really cracks me up how Ramona it has a way to get herself out of every situation. It actually makes me laugh. And the best bit was her coming out naked out of the shower or in the shower rather so she could keep the good room or the second best room. It, it cracked me up. And Kenya, oh, my God, when Ramona called Kenya a bitch, Kenya was like, girl, bye. You don't know who you're dealing with here. I thought, oh, my God, Ramona, what are you doing? I actually found it really entertaining and I tell you who I thought was the most impartial one was Kyle Richards and I, I felt like it was really good and I can't wait to see the next episode. <laughs> but the best bit is seeing Ramona run around trying to flirt with the dudes. It cracks me up. So, yeah, that's that's something that I actually enjoyed watching and it made me laugh. Let me just talk about breast pumping for a minute. Oh, my God, breast pumping is not easy. I don't want to do it anymore. That's how I feel. I am doing it, but I feel like I don't want to do it. You know, there's a lot of women out there that feel guilty if they don't like breastfeeding or they don't like breast pumping. Women out there, if you don't like it, speak up, okay? For me, I do not enjoy breast pumping at all. I feel like a milking cow. I feel like I spend more time by myself in a bedroom pumping away and the hormones that come with that is something that – makes me sometimes feel very flat and drained and emotional. And then when you're trying to breastfeed two babies, it's very hard. Yeah. Let's talk about Sunday night's episode seven of The Real Housewives of Melbourne. This is like a biggie. Okay, we start back at the wellness day. 
back to Carla defending Anjali. I get that Carla's defending Anjali because that's her friend. But when you come into a new group, you've got to understand you can't just say things and then just run away and not explain yourself. That's how I feel personally. I think if you've got a problem with somebody, just tell that person what your problem is. And if you can work it out, good, good, work it out. If you can't, you can't. So just be honest about your point. Elise Gamble admits that she said some of the things that she said. And one thing about Gamble is she always keeps it real. She, you know, she doesn't sugarcoat anything. She admits to the things that she says. And maybe Gamble could have done things in a better way and spoke to Angelie about her issues. But Gamble's frustrated and so she's and she was defending her friends as well. She didn't like that Angelie caught us all fake and phonies and what have you. But listen, if that's how Angelie feels, I don't actually judge Angelie on that. Okay, I really don't. But I just think that if you come into a group and that's really how you feel, just, I don't know, tell them to their faces because I would. That's that's me personally. I feel like even though I've watched the episode and Angelie has really spoken quite nicely of me and I appreciate that, but at the time you feel like you've all been ghosted. And that's how I felt, that we've all been ghosted. But in saying that, there's a lot of things too that I don't even know. Like for me personally, I don't even know why Angelie was really so upset with Janet. Like, yeah, I'm seeing bits and pieces about what Kyla said. And Kyla, I think you've kind of um, amped some of this situation up. But in the beginning, when I first met Angelie, that um, Janet and Angelie actually got along really well. So it kind of, I don't know. This group can be hard work sometimes, can't they? But I have to say, if Angelie doesn't want to come back to the group, then you can't, you know, push somebody to come back to a group that doesn't want to come back to a group. That's how I see it. Now, onto my podcast photo shoot. Oh my God. When I saw the walk up scene, that was the first time I actually saw myself waddling. The pregnancy waddle exists. Well, it existed with me anyway. I was like, what the heck? This, like, I'm waddling, man. Like, this is really happening. <laughs> I couldn't believe my pregnancy model. And let's just keep it 100. Tight snatch to me means you look fierce, right? So when I walked in and I met the crew that was helping me with my podcast style, I was like really honest about I don't feel tight snatched. And Ben, being the beautiful Ben he is, was like, Jackie, you can't say that. I said, well, why not? I don't feel tight snatched. And he goes, snatch doesn't mean that. And I was like, Ben... I can't, I love, you're going to like, this is going on in another um, direction and the direction, and it's a direction I don't want it to go down to. I love you, Papa Bear, but this isn't the direction we need right now. But that's how I felt. I didn't feel tight and snatched. I didn't feel fierce. But in saying that, when we did my podcast tile, it did come out really, really well. And I'm actually happy with the way it came out. And, you know, I'm keeping it 100. I'm a very positive person. But sometimes when you see yourself in a different light that you haven't seen yourself, you go, oh, my God, Does I know I'm pregnant. And it's not about me putting myself down. It's about me just going, oh, my God, this is a big change for me. And I'm looking a bit beach whaley. That's how I felt. I'm going to be honest about it. Okay. Janet's raw essential ad. Oh my God. I have to say, I'm really excited to be here for this because Janet's put a lot of effort into her raw essential tea ad. And to actually come and support Janet, I would do anything for Janet. She is my dearest friend. She's always supported everything that I've done and I will support anything and everything that she does. And so I actually feel like this is going to be a good shoot and it was a good shoot. And mate, I didn't, I laughed so hard that day. Like Gamble, what you people didn't know is, this is so funny, is I was sitting downstairs in a room just having a coffee and I was waiting for the crew to get started, right? Campbell comes in. She goes, Jackie, you got to get up. So what for? She goes, we have to wait for it, rehearse our lines. I said, I've got one line. What am I rehearsing? She goes, no, we've got to do the right thing by Janet and we have to rehearse our lines. I said, girl, I've got one line. I don't need to rehearse it. And she was like fully in there like this was a massive Hollywood production and this is why I love Gamble because she took it so seriously. I took it seriously too, but like she fully wanted us to do this whole monologue even though I had one line and I just kept laughing. Gamble, when she gets involved, she gets fully involved and this is why I love Gamble. She did it with such passion. She did it with such um, commitment and I loved it. I have to say, Gamble, you may have to go into acting, girl, because – I feel like this may be your thing as well. 
And with Janet's tea ad, I have to say, you have to keep watching the show to see how it turns out. But I had a really fun time and I feel like we did a great job. So I hope you were proud of us, Rochi. Now going on to um, Gamble's video shoot, listen, music is where Gamble's heart lies. She's passionate about music. She is passionate about everything creative. And even her song that she writes about her grandma's home it's I, it's actually very catchy. She wrote the lyrics. I'm very proud of her. Everything she says she's going to do, she does it with such commitment and such passion and um, made my heart sing seeing her do what she loves to do. And that's a girl going after her dreams, her dreams coming true. So make sure that you check out her music. Go onto her social medias on Gamble Bro. You'll be able to see her song on Apple and on Spotify. So make sure, guys, you go and check it out, okay? Baron Jerry Road. <laughs> now, all I'm going to say is this. You know, Kyla, Cherry, and Angela, they are close, and there's nothing wrong with that. But what's wrong with when you come into a new group is at the detriment of getting to know other people, then it becomes a problem. So I think that's where all the problem lies. You came in as three, as a group of three people, and it was hard to get to know all of you individually. And I think that's where the problem laid with some of the other women. Okay. This bullshit about Janet breaking into the apartment. This is a mess. Like a complete not a mess. Janet never broke into anybody's apartment. I've already said this before. To even infer that Janet went into the apartment when Angelie clearly states, listen, Kyla, and everybody was in my room. I've got security cameras. I've got security footage. Rochi didn't come in. It's, it just gets, it just gets stranger and stranger by the minute. And Janet didn't mention anything. Yeah, so this whole Janet breaking into apartment is utter bullshit. Never happened. And I feel also that what's really stupid is that Janet never ever mentioned anything like that. And Kyla, you've made that up. She was never in Angelie's apartment. And as you all know, Angelie even stated that nobody was in that apartment. Uh, it's, it's just a big mess. This is just a big old mess. And Angela even says that um, nobody could get into her apartment. So full stop, drop the mic. Don't need to give this any more air. Thank you. Angela, leaving the show, it's disappointing. And that she left the group because we kicked off a really nice friendship. Like Angela and I laughed. We Every time we hung out on camera, off camera, we always had a laugh. And I actually really enjoyed Angela's company. So I found it disappointing because I actually reckon she – could have been a good housewife. And I also reckon that um, I probably would have had a strong friendship with her if she had a continued on. So it's disappointing that I didn't get to see how far that would get. Baby shower. This is what I've been waiting for. I feel so honored and blessed to have such a good friend like Chica and Janet. Like Chica always said she wanted to do my, um, my baby shower even from years ago. And Chica and Janet came together and they, you know, both hosted this um, baby shower. And I have to say what Chica did is out of this world. She's in events. She knows what she's doing. And what she did for me is something I will never, ever forget. She came to the party. She, What people don't know is she actually went to the producers and said, I would love to host and to Janet, Jackie's baby shower with Janet because it's something that I always said I'd love to do. And she came back on this show as a friend and she is a very good friend of mine. I see her like family, her and Bruce and BJ and Chessie. I love them all. And she gave me something that I'll never ever forget. And for that, I'm truly, truly thankful, Chica. You made my baby shower so special and my gender reveal so special. And it's a memory that will always be etched in my heart. Thank you. The baby shower was amazing. I didn't know what to expect, but Chica just surpassed anything that I could imagine. Well, if you didn't see it, my babies are two boys. Oh, my God. How can I just say, like, when I found out that they were two boys at the same time as everybody else, I was just in, like, shock horror in a good way. Like, I didn't know what to expect. And it was almost like it's. I still can't believe I'm a mother, to be fair. I still can't believe it. Like I've got two boys and they're so beautiful and I'm so blessed and it's taken me so long to get here and to actually be sitting here enjoying this moment with the ladies that I get to share is something that's so beyond for me and it's so thrilling and I'm so beyond happy and I can't wait to meet my little boys. That's how I was feeling in that moment. They are such joys and they're so amazingly cute and I have to say that 
there's no words, guys, other than I just feel so blessed to have shared this moment on The Real Housewives of Melbourne with all the fans that love watching the show and particularly with people that have followed my journey throughout the years on the show. When I started the show, you know, I was going through my ups and downs, figuring out whether or not I wanted to be a mother. Is this something that I wanted? And to actually finally get here after such a long journey, a long IVF grueling journey, it's it's it feels so surreal. And I do pinch myself every day with how lucky I am. And to share it with all of you makes my heart sing. And I've got some other amazing news. If you'd like to hear the name, stick around to the end of the podcast. The other thing at the baby shower too, Janet taking a book on the names and the reveal, the two boys. Did anyone spot my mum and her friend Rosie when the group popped off? That was actually hilarious. Like, So you got Gamble and Kyla kicking off about Angela, and you've got Rosie and you've got my mother that is sitting up next to me going, what the heck is going on? Because they haven't experienced that behavior before, especially in a, a in a social setting. So listen, I'm just sitting there going, oh my God, Rosie, my mom's facial expressions said it all. I was like, don't worry about it, mom. You know what I'm like. But that was just next level. The reactions when I saw it on television, I was just like, oh my God. I just tried hard not to laugh. But the best was Janet taking a book on the names. The person that actually got it right was Cherry, two boys. She said she had a vibe. She put pink on and then she had a, you know, a vibe that was two boys. And do you know what was really nice? That all the ladies, they all got up, they gave me a hug and they congratulated me. And I feel like all the ladies really with my journey of being pregnant, they've all been so supportive, putting everything aside. All the ladies came together for this moment for me and they have been supportive and that's something that I will forever be grateful for. All of them were very supportive and I and I thank them all for that. Oh, and the reveal, the gender reveal, the best bit was like doing the countdown and when the blue confetti like popped out, I was like, oh my God, it's two boys. Yes, honey. Oh my God. I was just wondering, I wonder how they're going to look. And I just feel like that was such a special moment for me that I will never, ever, ever, ever forget. And the best thing is it's recorded on a television show that I will be able to one day show my children. And I hope you all enjoyed my um my baby shower and I hope you all enjoyed the gender reveal as much as I did. This week I'm joined by my OG Real Housewives of Melbourne bestie, Chica Keeball. It's actually perfect timing to have Chica on the podcast this week as Chica made her Real Housewives of Melbourne comeback this week and she hosted my stunning baby shower and gender reveal on this week's episode of the Real Housewives of Melbourne. And be sure to stick around after my chat with Chica where I will reveal to you the names of my beautiful baby boys. Let's get straight into my chat with Chica. We're going to shout it up. Chica, welcome to the Shine Up with Jackie Gillies podcast. I feel honoured. My bestie for the Real Housewives of Melbourne is here on my podcast. Thank you so much for coming on, my love. Oh, my Jax. It is so beautiful to see your gorgeous face. You look incredible. And I couldn't wait to jump on because I've been bloody leaving messages. So I thought this is going to be how I get to see you. (laughs) I feel so honoured that you've come onto my podcast. And, you know, what better person to come on than you to talk everything, babies, to talk about what you're up to, where you're up to, how much we miss you on The Real Housewives of Melbourne. And how much of a fun shoot that was that we actually shot the uh, gender reveal, the baby shower. Oh, my God, I feel so blessed to have you in my life. But I want to start, before I get into all of that, you know that I'm a very spiritual person. You know that I believe that your thoughts create your experiences. I'm a believer that things happen in our lives for a reason. I'm a believer in synchronized events. And the one thing that a lot of people have asked me about you over the years, and even now coming onto my podcast, and you know, if I look away, it's not me being rude, it's me tapping into your energy. So if I get psychic vibes, is it okay? You know, I love it. <laughs> Gosh, you look sexy. Look at you in your pink and your hair. You look hot, girl. <laughs> I always have a great time with you. Let's transport ourselves back to New York City. That was great, wasn't it? When we oh went on the God. Andy Cohen that show. A long time ago. Oh my God, it was so good. So it was good. so good. It was so good. But let's go from the beginning. Your early life. Bruce, family, big group. I love to start at the beginning with my guests. And with you, I would know how and where you grew up because a lot of people don't actually know your beginning story. People think that everything came easy for you, which I know it didn't. You are a very hard worker. You have accomplished everything 
yourself with your husband from the ground up. Nothing was given to you. And I want people to really know this about you because I know you inside and outside, down, round, round. And sometimes, you know, people think that things have come easy for you and it hasn't. You are one of the most hardest workers that I know. And everything that you've obtained has been through sheer hard work, you and Bruce together growing a business. So I know, how did you come to be the cheeky that we all now know and love? Okay, so um, yes, I grew up, my dad was working with Fosters at the time yeah, and he was responsible in the marketing department to take that brand internationally. So my mum and dad travelled 10 months of every year. So pretty much I didn't see a lot of them and we travelled to catch up with them and I very much loved being at home. I had my sister, I used to make lunches and dinners and when mum and dad would come home I'd clean the house and pick flowers and every single thing I am doing today is absolutely everything I have done all my life. I have loved being Betty Homemaker, I have loved folding sheets and washing cutlery for no other reason other than I just like it. Cleaning up my wardrobe is pure joy. So I did all that, I hated school. School was not for me, I did not have fun, I wasn't smart, I was creative and you know creativity wasn't really encouraged that much when I was at school so I always never felt like I completely fitted in and when I left school I said that I wouldn't go to university because it was just not for me and I remember my dad saying please finish school so I finished school and then I thought what am I going to do so food entertaining I loved but it wasn't really a career either you could do hospitality to work in a hotel or to be a chef but there wasn't anything like what we now do so I um, went overseas I went to London and I got into a cooking school called Cordon Bleu I also worked at Laura Ashley in the decorating and design department very fancy at the time because Laura Ashley was one of the first brands that actually had, you know, fabrics and wallpapers and bare yes. linen and it all made yes. He was me, this, you know, 18-year-old girl working at the shop in Knightsbridge with these women coming in saying, I've got a house in Saint-Tropez, I've got a house in, you know, wherever. I need you to help me decorate, choose wallpaper, choose bed linen. And I'm thinking, this is the greatest thing in the world. So after doing that for a year, I came back home, started working for Peter Rowland, who were a catering company that had come over to do a dinner party for mum and dad. And I'd seen, they literally walked in, they stripped the house, they put in tables, they put in chairs, put in flowers, cooked this amazing meal, and then they disappeared. And I thought, now that's what I want to do. So that's where I started with Peter Rollins. And that's how I met Bruce, flying up to Queensland to do a job for Christopher Scase. And I remember Bruce. <laughs> Bruce got a Christopher Scase, I love it. I was going to ask you how you met Bruce, but go, yes. Yeah, so we were on the plane and Bruce had gone and bought like all these magazines because he thought he wasn't going to want to talk to me. And we did not stop talking. We literally talked the whole way. He never looked at those magazines. And we just had the best time. And we pretty much started going out with each other from then. And it's been, I mean, there's been things that have happened in between, but hey, that's boring. But, you know, we got engaged two years later, started the big group and... You know, when I start talking about where it all happened and how it all began, it feels like only yesterday, but then some of it also feels like it was a long time ago because we've been together 32 years, which is how old the big group is as well. So 32 years is a long time. And we're still going and we've had the last two years. So I think if you can survive what we've all just been through, then bloody hell. (laughs) I know. I absolutely agree with that. You know, you were even talking about how, Peter Roll came into your yep. um, into your parents' home and they stripped everything and they put all the decorations, they did all the catering, blah, 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 blah. My thing is I'm going back to this in a spiritual moment because I truly believe that you're living your purpose and we'll get into your Chica home in a minute as well. And I believe that everything that happens in our lives are triggers for our purposes and the purpose we're meant to step into, right? Little goosebumps you're getting down your legs now and your grandma's coming through. I believe that when you saw that moment of that catering company coming in and working for your parents, it's almost like it was an aha moment without even realising it. The universe was showing you something that was a trigger that was like, this, this makes your heart sing. Even though you couldn't explain it, it was like a, like a flash. So the universe showing you a flash of what is to come if you choose to go down that path. Now, a lot of people don't pick up on that, but for some reason you did. And it was this moment of that's what I want to do. And it was like that moment had to happen in order for you to transpire to keep that the momentum going. It was like that that was a moment for you that kind of shined through for the, the next phases that kept coming for you as time went on. And, you know, the funny thing is you saying that, I've never thought of it like that. But the thing is, when I did go off working for Rollins and doing what I was doing, no one really understood what it was because it was such a new world and it was so yes. different. 
what people were expecting. And I knew straight away it was absolutely what I wanted to do. And then Bruce and I set up our catering company, which was in my mother's kitchen. But then I wanted to do a retail store. And so we've had all these amazing experiences, which, you know, you just sort of go along and you do and you make it happen and some work and some don't work. But when I now sit back and reflect on it, I go, yeah, actually what you've said is true. I really believe that it was meant to be. And I'm so grateful because I wouldn't have my husband or the career or I wouldn't have met some of the amazing people I have. It's an extraordinary ride and we've done some amazing things that honestly I do have pinched myself moments where I think who would have thought? Well, you know, I, I, I think that, like I said, there's no such thing as coincidences in life and you walking, uh, working in London, right? I believe, again, it was the universe kind of pitching you to start learning how different social statuses work. What I mean by that is you're a person that's very much like me. You just measure people on who they are, right? You don't care what they've got, who they are, blah, blah, blah. But for that, it was kind of like when I started working in the bank before I started doing psychic meeting readings, I was working in corporate banking where I was dealing with people that had hundreds of millions of dollars, people that had, say, a few hundred dollars in their bank. But I started learning about different social scenes, right? And I felt like I had to learn about people before I did readings. So I wouldn't judge. The judgment had to yep. be pulled back. Now, with you, it's almost like you were put in these situations where people had these holiday homes, et cetera, pay and blah, 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 blah. But it's almost like the universe was setting you up for what was to come. And work, working in London and meeting all different types of people, I mean, this is what you do. you forever kind of having to take people on who they are and get on with the job, right? And I believe if you probably didn't experience that, you just went straight into it, it would have been kind of a bit hard, but you were already quite cultured before the opportunity of your own business, Bruce, came along. I think that's really good. That's going to make me really think now, but I like it. <laughs> I, I really do. I, I, I kind of, I, try, I like to peel things back just to show people how the universe puts things in front of you in order for you to have the life that you want or see. And you took those opportunities very clearly and you made it, you made it your own. And stepping into the big group, one thing that a lot of people don't know about you is that I'm going to say it again, Chica and her husband are hard workers. They've done everything from the ground up. They didn't just employ somebody and go, you do this, you do that. Chica's done every single no. job there is, and so has Bruce. And I want to make that very abundantly clear. And it wasn't like, you know, they've never washed the dishes, they didn't get in there and, and dry up. Like, you've done the hard yards. And I think that's what's really aspirational about you, Chica. And, by the way, I'm just picking up your back now. I'm starting to stretch your back out as I'm talking to you. Thank you. Do that. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Now let's get on to the next one. So you met Bruce, you married Bruce. Bruce is definitely your soulmate. I love Bruce so much. It's you guys, like we're like our Melbourne family. You know that when Ben and I came to Melbourne for the first time. But what thing people want to know too, and I do, I did ask Jane this, I'm interested in knowing because I don't think I actually asked you this how the opportunity for you came for you to come on the Real Housewives of Melbourne because I know for me it was a universal thing I looked at the water and I was watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and I said to Ben I'm going to be in a show like this because I wanted to showcase my psychic abilities I didn't know why I said that but I knew that it would happen and a day later I got a phone call from a friend that said they put me forward for a show called the Real Housewives without me knowing how did it come to you was it like a so I was actually overseas and I got an email from someone, one of the mm-hmm. girls that was scouting around looking mm-hmm. for um, talent, and mm-hmm. she said, we'd love to have a chat to you, read this new show, The Housewives. And I knew the Beverly Hills and the New York one, and I was like, oh, I'm not really sure. And she was like, no, 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 it would be really great. So I also, too, have always been the behind-the-scenes person. I've yeah. never been upfront. So, you yeah. know, for us, when we were doing events, I was the one setting it up and making it look great. Or yeah. they're walking and on the day of the event, no one yeah. saw me. So for me to put myself in that situation was really, really full on. I'd done four years of Good Morning Australia, which I loved. I loved live television. I loved being with Bert, God rest his soul. 
And it was just, I think maybe that put me in the, in the headset to go for it. And I also believe in life, you have to go for things. You either yeah. walk through that with no regret, or if you shut it, you have also no regret. And I just thought, no, you know what? I'm 45. Let's just go and see what happens. And honestly, I am so happy I did. It was an amazing experience. I mean, I never, ever thought that we would go to New York and be on billboards in, you know, Times Square. That was Square. bloody hilarious. <laughs> Or even being in India and someone comes up to me and going, oh, my God, I've watched the Housewives. And I'm like, I'm India in a marketplace. So far away can you get from that. But so that's what happened. And I was really wary. The only thing I was wary of was I was worried about our business. I didn't want our business to be put down or put into a bad light. I didn't want anything to happen to Bruce and I. And I definitely didn't want anything to happen our kids so they were the things that I'm quite nervous about but I don't think it changed who I was because you know I'm not someone who's controversial I'm not someone that's going to get in there and fight for the sake of it I'm actually someone that watches takes it all in Bruce always calls me an elephant because I never forget I can remember a conversation from 20 years ago and bring it up girl I've been in I've been in your dinner parties and Bruce goes what check out that and you're like excuse me Bruce it did like let me just get that phone out and text it all the way from London like I'm paid there like Bruce she remembers. It's so, it's so funny because, like, I haven't been on the show now for three or four years, really, hasn't it, that yeah. I haven't been on it. It's still something I talk about every single day. Every day I get people messaging me about it or someone will stop me in the street or whatever. I get asked so much about you now. It's all about you and oh, your beautiful babies and all the rest of it. So it's actually been an incredible part of my life and I didn't realise that I actually do like being up front and centre. Do you know what? You, you definitely were a stand-up fan favourite of The Real Housewives Well, and you still are. And I feel like I ask a lot of my listeners, like, what are some of the questions you really wanted to ask Chica? And some of the questions that actually came up well, what's your best memory of being part of the show for you? What was your best memory? Even when shit was hitting the fan, I always felt there was a real connection with all of us. None of us knew what we were doing. Yeah. We were all on the same ride. We all ne- had no idea what was going to happen. And we had sort of been in this bubble and yes. you know, we were close through. And then all of a sudden it was out there and everyone knew about your life. And it was yeah. surreal. It, it was, was surreal. I actually have so many memories that I really loved. I loved our trip to the Philippines. You know, I loved, there was so much I loved, actually. I mean, there was a- The Dubai trip kicked off so du- well. I loved it. Oh, Dubai was beautiful and amazing. I loved that I got to become friends with you guys, you and Ben, and I have nothing but pure joy and happiness from the show. You know, I really have nothing but great memories of it. So it was it was a fun ride. Yeah, I, I, t- I tell that to a lot of people. A lot of people actually say to me, why is it that Chica actually left? And my, my um, answer for that was always that Chica was ready for the next thing. And what that means is Chica was in a space where she was willing and ready to do more. What people don't also understand is your business take up so much of your life, well, so much I of your life. People don't realise how much time goes into the show. The show as and well. The yes. And all the rest of it. One thing I did find hard was that Bruce and I started a business together. We have always been 100% equal. I yeah. found it really difficult when we would go to, you know, cocktail parties or openings and they kind of push him aside for a photo of me and I'd be like, no, 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 we're a team. Yeah, and I that agree. kind of got me a little bit as well. I didn't like that um, either. With just in general, like you see that, yeah. you know? Didn't like that. Not just with and Bruce, I, but just with everyone. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I think it was enough on your partner. It is. And, you know, Bruce always been the, the face of our business and I think there was a change of the guard. I think suddenly everyone thought I did everything. You know, I was cooking, cleaning, washing, created the business and he did nothing and I also hated that as well. So... That was one of it. But also, too, three years was a long time. I'd always said three years was my number in my head. You know, my kids were finishing school. Chesney yep. moved to New York, I think, by then. And I just felt that it was time for me to do some other things. But, you know, it was a great, great, amazing experience. Well, I will say this. You aren't a confrontational person. We we actually often know it kicks off right, but this is actually a good one. Did you watch the other cities before going to filming the show? And how did you feel about the times when it was quite intense? I know that Cheek is very, look how she's Switzerland. It's not that. She just doesn't like getting involved. She's not a person that reacts. I'm a reactive person, as everybody knows. I'm very passionate. If I don't like something, it's like bang, bang, bang. Cheek is very cool, calm, like Ben. My husband, collected. There's no collected here with me. Like, what you see is like, sometimes that I think about but what I I'm going to say. Thank I you. love that about you. And Chessie's like that as well. She'll just say what she wants. And I really love that. It's not my personality. I, if I tried to do it, I don't think I would do it very well. Um, <laughs> I'm, def- I'm definitely not a fence sitter. I do have an opinion. I know that. I know that. 
I remember in the first season when I think there was an issue between Andrea and Gina and my opinion of what was going on then was that those two were friends had a relationship that was totally outside of me. I didn't even know Gina before we started the show. So yeah. I felt that it was a place to jump in and sort of go of for it because I didn't know the story. It was interesting because, again, it was not something I've ever been told. <laughs> it's like a sitter or Switzerland and suddenly I'm getting called that. And I'm like, wow, that is not at all how I've Who? ever seen myself. Well, that's not who you are. You just don't get involved in something that you can't be bothered with and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm very much like that too in situations and I'm not going to give my opinion where I don't feel it's warranted, but I'll give my opinion on other things that maybe sometimes I shouldn't, but I will. Do you know what I mean? And I think that the way the casting was is that having those different dynamics made the show. It was so great to have you back for this season and amazing for you and Janet. I felt so blessed when you and Janet organised my baby shower and, you know, the gender reveal. And I have to say... For you to come in and do that for me was so amazing. And I had no idea that you spoke to one of the producers and said, I want to do Jackie's baby shower. I've got goosebumps. And you did that without me knowing. And when I got the um, phone call saying that Chica wants to do his baby shower, I cried. I just went, that's so good. And I'm actually getting emotional now. Maybe it's not because I'm hormonal. But I feel like it was such a beautiful thing for you to do that for me. And I really appreciate that. From the bottom of my heart, I'd always said to you that I was going to do it. And when you it did. happened, hell or high water, I was doing you that did. too. And I felt and so blessed I, for that. I thank you. It actually was one of those things that kept me awake because I was that excited. <laughs> I loved every second of it. I loved, loved, loved it. It was it was actually, I had a fun day at that shoot. I thought it was fun. It was great. I didn't hadn't known the other girls. It was fun to meet them. But it felt like everyone was in good form and it was about you and it was a and nice story. It's something that we know you've been working hard to get and you've got mm. it and happy days. And I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart because it was such a beautiful thing for you to do and I'll never forget that. Well, I oh, love you very much. I love you too. And now I'm going to stop crying. When you and Jen and I had that piece of coming together and seeing you, I have to tell you, I, I actually felt the energy and I really missed your, your presence on the show. Having the new ladies come in, did you feel like there was a bit of a different energy? And it's not being negative. It's not being positive. Well, it's just like, did you feel that with your true authenticity when you looked? Because for me, I feel like this season has been a bit of a struggle emotionally with some of the other women. And it's not being negative. It's just that even if we argue with some of the women, there's this, there was this rapport. There was this energy that I feel I is think- missing. We all grew up together. Like we all grew up and we had the same experiences. And I yes. think we all knew at the end of the day we could rely on one another. Yes. I have been watching the show and what yeah. I'm seeing is different to how I felt at your baby shower because obviously it was a different situation. Everyone yeah. was in good form. It's obviously yeah. a massive reveal yeah. that it happened. Not you, but about Anjali. Yeah. And I didn't see it that day. I felt like it was all very nice, bright and breezy. I can see it now yeah. while I'm watching it. And I think the thing is to everyone's being a little bit cautious of how far they want to go because obviously they want to protect themselves. Yeah. And it's almost like everyone's watched so many housewives that they're kind of, I don't know, they're not being natural. They're just sort of, which is hard too when you haven't done it. And the show hasn't been on air for two or three years. That's tough too. It hasn't been any sort of continuous storylines. For me, when, like I said, when we filmed with you, it was just effortless, right? It was like, bang, we just know what, what to do. Like you get in there, you be you, you do you, you get on it, it was effortless and it was just like you were back. And so many people said to me, do you think Chica would ever come back full time ever? Would you ever? Is that a definite no? for it? Like is it, you're not a person that always says no. And you could say, well, let's, I could re-look at it maybe in five years, you never know. I mean, it's funny because I really enjoyed what I did with you guys, I, it was fun. Um, but? No, no, no. The, the, the but, I suppose, is more that towards the end of it, I used to lie in bed with my hands clenched at night getting so stressed about it all and yeah. I don't want to do that again. And yeah. also, too, we've come through a really crappy time and we've yeah. got to rebuild and all that sort of stuff. So I think my priority now has to be with Business. work. And I want to see my child. I want to see Chessie. I want to get be able to go and see her. My, yeah, I get the it. Problem, the answer is no. I enjoyed the in and out. That was fun. Do you know what? I knew you'd say that. A pop in and a pop out. <laughs> and you know what? And it's not, it kind of allows you to just keep doing what you're doing, right? And there's no pressure. And not that the show's pressure, but it's a lot of time that people don't know that we have to put into this show, you know? I actually said to Gina, would you ever come back? And she said, look, I suppose if I felt like I had to save the show, I said, girl, I'll be calling you too. I'll come back. 
I actually listened to your podcast with Gina and I thought it was fantastic. It was nice to hear her voice. I haven't seen her. It was nice. It was really nice interview that you did together. I really liked it. Thank you. It was, I felt it was very nice and easy. You know what I mean? A lot of people think that, oh my God, you and Gina don't like each other. I said, that's not what it is. Gina and I just have difference of opinions and we're very passionate, very European. And But the thing about Gina, when you actually take Gina out of the housewives or if you put her back into the housewives, off camera, like if we had an argument, you just get on with it. Like, you know that. Yeah. Like, you know, we don't get on yeah. with it, have a glass of wine, off we went. And then we go back the next Absolutely. day and off we go. That, and it was never... People don't realise that part. Yeah, they don't. They don't realise that part. I'm shifting gears now. I've been seeing this with you forever. Remember when we were in America and I was like, Chica... Uh, you've always said you want to do your own home range anyway, right? So you've got your started Chica home. But when you told me that at the shoot of me meeting up with you and Janet, I got the biggest goosebumps and I got, and I felt so happy. And I felt like this is really you stepping into your life's purpose. This is it. Creating a line that will not only inspire people, but allow people to feel happy and good. Like you're your bed linen, your your kitchenware, everything that you do makes people feel happy. And I feel so happy that you've done this. You've actually, like, is this like, yeah. this is so amazing. Like, I, I've been seeing this for years and years and years. You've been seeing it for years and years and years. And you finally did it. And I find that such an inspiration, man. It's such an inspiration, Chica. And how did you, like, how did it come about? It's hard work again. I want people to know this. Didn't come easy. So, well, they actually came to me two With years ago and asked me, Harris Scarf, sorry, and asked me if I would be interested. And I was like, yes, would love to. Yeah. I'd done my contract, literally yeah. signed it. And yeah. within an hour, I got the message to say that they'd gone into receivership and it was all over. And I was absolutely shattered because I already put together concepts and ideas. That was in like November, December. In March the following year, I got a message to say that it, the business was being sold. It was being bought by the Spotlight Group. They wanted me to be involved again, and would I consider it? And I said, consider it? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. From then on, I've been working with them. And then, obviously, with COVID, things have slowed down, yes. and it was all a bit of a nightmare and all the rest of it. So it was meant to have really launched last year. <laughs> then, of course, it launched in the middle of another uh, lockdown. But it has been the most amazing experience. I'm working with the greatest team. I love how they listen to me. I have very definite opinions because to me, things like plates and cutlery and napkins, I live and love that stuff, you know, not just in hospitality, but myself. I am a hoarder of those things. So I know what I think people like. I love mixing and matching. I love knowing that you can get grandma's serviette and type back in with a brand new modern plate. I love people pulling out things that they've had for 20 years and then reusing them. I love re-inspiring them. And it's funny, in the first lockdown, I put a message up on Instagram and I said, if anyone's got any decorating disasters they want me to help with, send me some photos and I will help you. I think I had about 900 people send me through photos and ideas. I love you. And I'm sitting there literally going, okay, that picture needs to be in a frame. And then I'm finding the frame and sending it to them. I went into so much detail. And that's when I realized that people love to be shown. Like not everyone's confident with their style or their look. It's one thing going into a shop to look at a dress and go, I love the dress, the shoe, the bag. Yeah. But when it comes to your home, you've usually got a few bits and pieces that your mother's given you or grandma's given yeah, you. Yeah. And then suddenly you've got to try and make it all work and it's, it's hard. So this part for me has been the fun part. And honestly, I am in my element. And I went to the first store yesterday to actually see it in store. And I was so excited. In fact, I don't very often say I'm proud of myself, but I was really proud when I saw it. Oh, Chica, you should be proud of yourself. I want people to know this, that Chica's attention for detail is out of this world. I've been to Chica's house a lot of times and whenever I go there, even if it's for a quick stop by, the way she decorates the plates with the cheese and the way the drink comes out, <laughs> everything, I'm laughing because everything's so perfect. When I was in Greece and I spent some time with Chica and Bruce, Bruce asked when he cut some limes up. I still remember it. <laughs> time went, what are you doing, Jackie? How are you cutting these lives? I didn't cut them the way Bruce wanted me to cut them. And he just looked at me and he was like, this is a good enough girl. Like, I was just like, I felt so embarrassed because the way I cut these lives oh were just so odd. I remember it. And even Ben laughed to me and said, Jax, that's just not good. But I have to tell you, like, she, anything that Chica 
like you can just go to a place and she puts 100% into everything and it really is the truth. So this really is the natural extension for you because this is what, what you're meant to be doing. And even, I'll even give you an insight into Chica's homes. So the Chica's got her beautiful tea towels and once Ben we walked in and Ben's moved to beautiful tea towels and Chica, she spun around, this is five minutes later, and she's like, oh, where's my tea towels? Like, where, there, there's a spot for everything and it all is very cohesive and it matches and, it, and it's just, Chica really is what you see when it comes to her detail and her showing you how to put these together. Obsession. Yeah, but it really is. It's not an obsession. It really is. Well, no, I think you've got to be a perfectionist in this environment because you are so in love with what you do. It really comes out in you. You can see, you can see your passion for it. And really what you're seeing is really, she doesn't need help from anybody. She would even move her house around. Like I sometimes I go over and go, this is moved. This whole (laughs) bloody dining table with her 10 chairs has moved somewhere to the other side of the damn house. And she's, oh, you're forever changing things around. Do you know what? I am so lucky to have Bruce because he, if I say to him, I think we should move that room to that room, even if he didn't agree with me, he'd go, let's just try it. So I love that he is absolutely up for it. And it's funny, I've done a shoot today with some of my Paris Gar stuff and the photographer said, there is so much stuff here. Do you know what everything is? I said, if you move one thing, I'll know exactly. It really is true. Chica has her spots and spaces and she knows. It could be like a candle in the bathroom that's moved to the left that she knows, hang on, that's not sitting in its right position. But everything just is so cohesive and everything is just so amazing. The way you bring all different elements together. No, but it really is the truth. And um, it's very inspirational. And I even remember... When I first went to Chica's home, I was like, girl, she'd be doing interior design as well. Like, you should be doing it all, all of it. And you are. You are doing it with your fabrics and your layerings and your uh, homeware and your kitchenware. And what's more to come with this? With your homeware line. Oh, it's so it's just going to grow. So at the moment, I got out as much as I possibly could before yeah. Christmas, just with getting things into the country. So yeah. I've got in February coming a whole line of candles, diffusers. I was going to ask you about candles. That was a vibe. Cushions, throws. I've got all oh, that's amazing. Designer. Like it's just going to keep growing and growing. And the first collection has done so well. Like there's some things have already sold out, and I've got people ringing me going not good enough I'm like it's not my fault <laughs> but you know that's a good problem to have really a lot of your followers um love looking at how you style different environments within your home outside your home and even I look and go I'll take little screenshots of sneaky screenshots of what Chica's has done and go oh I'll just do that over here in my home <laughs> I love that you know, my whole theory Japs is that everything should be affordable it's not about 100%. making something that costs a fortune it's about yeah. actually doing something clever that's just out of the box. Like if I'm sitting right here looking at the table I've just done, I've got pumpkins and cabbages, which, you know, cost me $2 each thing. I've then got flowers mixed in, but it all looks so beautiful together and yet it's a bit of an unusual combination. And I think people would look at it and go, didn't think of doing that, but now I have. And maybe that's a, you know, inexpensive way of doing my Sunday lunch when I've got friends coming over. And when you said inexpensive lunch, that's the point there with you. Like you make things look like it's very high-end and luxe, but really you're doing it for affordable pieces that everybody can afford can't wait for you to come over for dinner. I know. Chica throws the best events. Every Any event that I've ever been to, it's like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I get excited. I get excited. <laughs> and even when we're in Greece, guys, like they had this barbecue and I was like, I said, what are we going to do here? And Bruce has gone out there and the way you've set that tape, it was like I was bloody at a wedding. It was amazing. And do you know what? All we've done is gone to the local nursery. Nursery. I know. Do you remember we're in the car? They're all like yes. the car, and Ben oh was in the car. God. They're all like loaded up, and Ben couldn't move. And Ben's like, "Oh, we've got all these pop mates and Bruce." I've got to find that photo because I remember we we're all squashed in with flaps, like zinnias and basil. Yeah, and it was, it was hilarious. Best. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. And the person that's taken advice from you and, and taking on what you do so well is your daughter, Chessie. It cracks me up, but it's so good. She's in there living her best life, layering things up, putting things up the way you, you've really taken a shine to it. She's got it. Do you know I love it? Because I FaceTime Chessie every single day yeah. and she'll tell me about an event she's doing or yeah. sort of some design concept and I totally love it. I get it completely and I sit there and she and I will talk and she'll send me photos and I'll say, hey, what about this and what about that? And, no, and no, I no. love it. It's more of a business world, whereas I'm that more creative and God bless her. She's having, she's living her best life. She's having such she a good time. I, we yeah, always knew yeah. when she gets to America, she'd be living her best life. What is something, a project or business that you would absolutely love to do that you haven't done yet? 
Okay, so there's two things. I would love to flip houses. Yep. I'd love to buy old houses, renovate them and flip That's them. That's so you. Yeah. And the other thing that Bruce and I have always wanted to do is buy a small hotel somewhere Dude. overseas. Oh, can you please do it because I'll come and visit every year. Well, don't you worry. I don't know if we, I don't know. It's all changed a lot with everything that's happened recently, but that's always been a dream in Italy, an old farmhouse. I reckon you'll do it. I reckon you'll do it. Oh, 100%. I had a dream about this only three nights ago, and Bruce has always had this dream of, you know, that we buy this house, we do it, and then we go off into the little village and do his Italian classes. I then had this dream that I was going to set up this homeware store, I was going to travel Europe and buy beautiful bits and pieces and sell them in this little town. And I I thought he would say, don't be ridiculous. He's like, I can see that. I, I can see that. So who knows? Yes, Chica, come on, we'll be neighbours. We'll be neighbours. Yes, yes. yes. I know in my heart that will happen. I reckon it will too. And I always said to Bruce to see you guys overseas, and I said that for years. Now, change the subject here. Before I let you go, I want to ask you a few fun questions that I ask all my guests. What song turns you up the most? Oh, my God, Rasputin, the Boney M remix at the moment. It is my absolute favourite. I dance to it every morning before I start the day. I love it. Okay. What was the last TV show you binged? Island of Brian, which was the best show on yeah, um, Fox it. television. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I, fr- I feel like she's a good, she's, she's, got a, she's like you, she's got a gift, just natural gift. Can see things, Clever. see it here and make it yeah. happen. But that's what you do. You do exactly what she does. When I was watching that show, Bruce and I were like, that would be Bruce saying, no, you can't do that. And then her saying, but I want to. I do. Getting it. That's so true. Do you know what? I, I know your relationship, so I know that that would exactly be you. It would be. If you had endless resources, time, and nothing else to do on the planet, what would you do with your time? Do you know what I would love to do? And this is something I've started doing recently. Actually, Bruce bought it for me for my birthday, or for Christmas, yeah. maybe a year ago, watercolour painting lessons so I started with a teacher and then obviously we couldn't I would love to have an exhibition of watercolored flowers botanical flowers that is a dream <laughs> I just I'm, I'm like seeing myself in Florence coming to visit going girl here's the vino oh, let's go, just, girl. but I'd love to be really good at it I'm not really good at it that's the problem but I'm practicing so that's all I can do well that's what you can do girl now what advice can you give me as a mother as we all know I'm a new okay. I'm a new mother and I started crying, everybody, as soon as I got on and saw Chiga's energy. And I've, I've talked about this a bit on my podcast. I never thought, and I think I talked to you about this on the show. I'm a very positive person. I'm not a person that gets negative at all. I had this thing called baby blues. Yep. I thought, what the hell is this? I was yep. crying. I'd go into the um, bathroom and make sure Ben wouldn't see me cry. And then I spoke to my lactation consultant when she came over and saw me and what's really interesting about her is she knows me I knew her for many years ago and I don't remember this I gave her a psychic reading and she was like you helped me when I lost a child and now she goes I'm going to help you and the point was she was like this is not the Jackie that I know and I was like what is this and this is a real thing this baby blues and I tell you one thing Jax you've just got to go with the flow don't fight it if you're tired Mm. go and have a sleep yeah don't worry if you haven't got out of your pjs all day As I said to you before, it is such a small moment in time this last fall yeah. and it is hard work. It is such a shock to the system and that, that is, you know, the hormones are running rampant. So when someone offers you help, say thank you very much, please, and go with it. You know, do not worry if you're ending up having takeaway food every night. Like don't put pressure on yourself to get fit again. Don't put pressure on yeah. yourself to lose weight. Just be in the moment and enjoy those beautiful boys because, honestly, they are going to be your greatest achievement, and I think that you've just got to enjoy it. My greatest regret is that I went back to work with Chessie when she was 12 weeks old, and I missed out on so much stuff. So I always say enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. And if you're having a shitty day, you ring up your mum and go, Mum, I need you to come today. I'm sure your mum's there all the time anyway. But I just think that, you know, it's don't be afraid to put up your hand and be, I'm having a teary day, I can't go out. Don't put yourself under pressure. You're spot on. That's what I've been talking about in my podcast, that don't be afraid to ask for help. And really I'm so lucky mum and dad have actually literally moved in. I mean, you know, having one is hard, but, you know, not saying because I've got two, it's even harder. It's it's just yes, that it it's is. a whole. No, it, it's is a whole it is hard. It's, it's, it's just like Ben and I have got this program. Ben's just a superstar. Like I can't even describe. I'm not by that. I'm I know that. By I can't even describe Please. it. Like, you know, we feed at the same time, we bath at the same time. You can do everything at the same time. Otherwise, I wouldn't sleep. We wouldn't sleep. And we're very much our, you know, a doctor said, you just got to try and do everything at the same time. But that's great advice. What about date nights? 
You've got to try and make you some have, time for your partner. You've got you do. But when you're ready, like your baby's yeah. still really little. Yeah. But, you know, come six, eight weeks' time, yes, yeah. even if you're going out for dinner at 5 o'clock at night or you're just going to the beach and going for a walk, yeah. Yeah. a glass of wine in your esky, whatever it is, it's about the two of you and not necessarily talking about the babies. It's talking about, you know, what Ben's been up to or what you've been doing or a chat you've had with someone. Like it just has to be, yeah. it's so important. And you know what? My mum taught me that. She actually said yeah. that in life, your partner is the person you've chosen to marry. Your children are absolutely very important, but they do leave. So you need to be able to look at that person on the other side. I love you and you are still my best friend. So very important to keep the love alive. Oh and my you're spot on. And, you know, you don't, a lot of people, like I didn't, I didn't know what to expect. And really everyone that says, oh, my God, it's so amazing. It's not all amazing. And then I've been no, very not. vocal about this. It's a lot of hard work from breastfeeding to breast pumping to your hormones to sleep deprivation. I think that's the biggest thing that gives you anxiety. You don't have enough sleep. Absolutely. And then if their baby, you know, isn't settling or latching and all those things, it all kind of compounds, right? And the change of lifestyle is completely different. I think when you're older, and you've already kind of got your career going, your work and all that, and it's a shock to the system. Oh, my God. It's like I've been hit over yeah. the bloody head with a baseball bat. And, you know, I've got to laugh. Like, I've really got to laugh. And that's but that's when you take yourself... But that's when you take yourself off for a walk and go, I'm just leaving for 20 minutes and I'm just having some, you know, put something on your headphones and listen to something nice. Yeah, to. And also, too, don't be hard on yourself. Like, you will yeah. make mistakes. Things will happen. You'll do the wrong thing and you'll feel so guilty. It's fine. It's absolutely fine. I'm telling you. You're spot on. You, thank you, you so much for that. You Thanks. have to give yourself serious credit for what you've done and how far you've come. Like, this is thank huge. You. It's massive. And I'm very proud. Oh, Cheeks, I love you. You know that. I adore you and I adore your whole family. We're going to shout it up. I hope you all enjoyed my chat with Chica. I'm actually so excited to tell you guys the names of my baby boys. Are you ready? Guys, are we ready? We're going to shout it up. So I've got Ben here. Ben, say hello to everybody. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Gotta love this man so much. So Ben and I are just about to announce the actual names of our baby boys. What do you think, Pops? I reckon maybe you do one name and I'll do the other name. So whatever you choose, I will do the other name. Okay, you ready? Let's do this. Go. Okay, do you want to go first? You want me to? You go. Okay. So, Twin One, as he was known in the hospital, his name is Bonham David Gillies. And Bonham after the last name of the drummer in Led Zeppelin. So, it's actually spelt B-O-N-H-A-M for those that are wondering. Jackie? And David? Oh, and David um, is my dad's name. So, Bonham David Gillies. So... It turns out Jackie isn't announcing Twin 2 because she had some story about it. So Twin, <laughs> I don't know if you can hear her laughing. So Twin 2, his name, <laughs> Twin 2, his name is Rocco Ivan Gillies. And Ivan is Jackie's dad's name, so that's his middle name. So Rocco Ivan Gillies. So our boys' names are... Bonham David Gillies and Rocco Ivan Gillies. So there you go. How did you come up with the names? What do the names mean to you and Ben? Okay, so for me, Rocco is just a beautiful name that I just <laughs> What is what are you laughing? <laughs> Ben's making me go delirious. I love him so much. Why are you laughing? Because I love you, Pops. So how did you come up with the names? Do you want to – how about you answer that? Look, we're both very tired and um, it's been a long day. I'm a bit delirious. Um, so I think I said before, Bonham came from the last name of the Led Zeppelin drummer John Bonham, the late John Bonham, who was a very large influence on uh, my musical journey into drumming and uh, the introduction into music via Led Zeppelin. So, yeah, it was actually Jackie's suggestion to call one of the boys Bonham. So, and we uh, and we decided um, some time ago when we found out it was two boys that we would uh, have our father's names as the middle name. So, yeah, I think Rocco was just one of the names that we basically had in the hat. 
a name that I really like is Wolfgang. Um, the reason I like that, it was from uh, my child, one of my childhood favorite films called The Explorers, and one of the characters in that, his name is Wolfgang, and I always really liked it. Jackie wasn't too keen on it. I almost got it over the line toward the end there, but it's funny, when the, when the boys were born... Um, we didn't name them for a few days because I guess we just wanted to get to know them and and see what names suited them. So Wolfgang actually didn't suit either of them. And a name that Jackie kept kicking around as well was Rocco. Yeah, one of them just felt like a Rocco, so we went for it. What do you want their nicknames to be? Well, do you want to answer that, Ben? So Bonham's nickname, I don't know, call him Bono or... John Bonham's middle, like nickname was Bonzo Bonham, so you could call him Bonzo Bonham, I guess. Bon Bon. I don't know. It'll it'll happen at the moment. We're just calling him. And do you think that little Bonham. personalities match their names? Oh my god, you got to tell them. Like little Bottom, definitely. Their personalities definitely match their names. Rocco Rocco's a little bit fiery. Where Bonham is uh, a little bit of a Zen master. Actually, he hasn't been tonight. He just doesn't want to go to sleep, which is driving both of us. A little bit mad, but that's okay to be expected. Well, thank you, my love, for coming and sharing that moment with us, Ben. Okay. Thanks, Pops. Okay. So thank you guys for the questions you have sent through. So Becky from Instagram has asked, how do you activate your psychic powers? First of all, they're not powers. We all have intuition. It's about how you listen to your intuition. I believe everybody has the gift of intuition, and it's about listening to that. Your intuition acts out of love. Where fear based is not intuition. So if something comes to you where you feel anxious, if you ask a question about somebody or something, right? And all of a sudden you're feeling overwhelmed and anxious, then you don't rely on that thought. Your intuition only speaks lovingly and usually it comes in repeated thoughts. So I always say the way to activate your, um, your intuition is to meditate, clear your mind and ask a question when you're clear minded. That means when you're in deep meditation and your answer will come. It will usually come in a repeated form of your thoughts, but it will come when you least expect it or it will come in the moment that you're meditating. Ask your angels, ask the universe to give you clear guidance to show you. And that could even be when you're walking, you know, going for a walk in the morning and your mind is clear, you're not thinking about anything, or you're waking up from a dream state and you'll hear an answer of something. So that's how you start listening to your intuition, guys. Meditation exercise, breathing in and breathing out and making sure that your mind is very clear. Jordan from Instagram has asked, does anyone else in your family have psychic abilities? Yes, my, everybody actually does. My mum dreams, and what that means is she'll dream something and usually it happens the next day. My dad sees the way that I see. He sees things and then it happens. So he literally will see something in his third eye and then that thing will happen. It could be, I don't know, he might see a vision in his mind of his family member and then he will get a phone call from that family member. And my sister has it too. My brother has it too. We've all got it. But my um, siblings are more scared of their intuition where I'm not. I'm just like, boom, what do I need to know? Antoinella from Instagram has asked, what is your star sign? Oh, I am Gemini, the two personalities. <laughs> and what I mean by that is um, I get bored very easily, and if something doesn't stimulate me, I get bored and I'm out. Guys, I want to thank you for joining me for another episode, guys. I will see you all next week. I hope you enjoyed my podcast. Everybody out there, I want you to ask me questions, things you might want me to answer. Feel free to message me or email me and rate and review my podcast and tell me what you think. Love yous. We're going to shine it up. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode of the Shine It Up podcast with me, Jackie Gillies. If you enjoyed this episode, Hit subscribe and rate and review, which helps others find the podcast. For more, follow me on Instagram at Jackie Gillies TV and the podcast at Shine It Up underscore with Jackie Gillies. Shine It Up is proudly a part of the ACAST Creator Network. Special thanks to Rode Microphones for powering this episode. And I will see you all next week. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 